right? Um, welcome to the bonus episode with Win. I am your host, Katie. As your host, I will just let you know that I've been so excited to talk to Robin since I purchased her book. I think it arrived like three weeks ago, maybe four weeks ago. It changed my life. When did you release this book? Yeah, the end of April, the 27th, I think of April, we released it. 27th of April. So it would have arrived then right around the first, like a few days later, I mm -hmm. bought it for a friend who's a 5-1 projector and sells essential oils. And I always intuitively just open a book. I'm a 5-1. So my first line loves to research and I never read the forward to a book. And I landed in yours and I just had a really weird feeling that just said, this is, this book is yours now. <laughs> and it's the strangest, like, what did you do over these books? Because there was something in them when I. Yeah, there's light, there's frequency, there's the intention. I always start with an intention and my intention is to touch and move people and shift the trajectory of their lives. So you've done that. Um, and reading about your story was what touched my life and made me want to continue to read more. I found human design in 2020 when I was going to coaching school. And so I'd love to know a little bit about your background with human design. Yeah, I, um, I was originally a body worker and then I became a psychotherapist and I was in a, a training, a diamond, maybe you've heard of diamond heart. I was, I was in a cousin to that diamond logos training. Um, and one of the, I was in a teacher training for that. And one of the teachers was studying this human design thing. And it took me a year actually to set up an appointment with her. When I got together with her, she said, oh, well, it's perfect that you took your time because you're, you have uh, emotional authority. So you really should take your time mm -hmm. before you make decisions. And then she, you know, told me about being a generator and my wife being a projector. And that was the big aha for me. Like, oh my gosh, we are different. You know, we've done all this therapy. We've done all this work together. We have great communication skills. And they're just places where we bump up against each other, where we judge each other, actually. You know, where, and this was in 2006, I believe. And it just shed so much light, you know, it just turned on the light and set us on a path of respecting each other in places where we had been judging each other. And that that was big. At that time, there were no computer programs. There was no easy way to get your chart. You know, it was like a very obscure kind of mystical, scientific, uh, hard to find. It wasn't easy access. And then 2013, uh, Karen Curry Parker's book came out and it landed on a friend of mine's coffee table. And it kind of like the book jumping at you, it just jumped at me. And as I was reading it, the whole thing just started downloading. And at that time you could send away for charts. So I started doing running the charts of all my clients, all my psychotherapy and Diamond Logos clients. And it gave me so much information. People I'd been working with for years, I suddenly had new insights, just like with my wife, I suddenly had new insight into like, oh my gosh, 
this is an issue you would have had no matter what your parents, how, yes. how, <laughs> how they were with you, right? This is yours. And that is empowering. That's yeah. not a problem. That is a hurrah. Like, oh, you're not seen, not because you're, yeah, your parents were a perfect match for that. They didn't see you, right? So you got to feel that wound and work with that. And so it really shifted how I worked with people. And I was a big, oh my God, I was a really a person who was an advice giver at that point. I have to say, I'm embarrassed to say. And and I, with my 5-2 projector, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to be quiet and listen. I need to just listen. So it shifted how I worked with my clients, how I saw them. And eventually I wouldn't see a client unless I had their chart. It just... there was just too much information. It was too valuable. It'd be like, Mm. you know, I use this analogy a lot. It'd be like going to the doctors and you have a broken bone and you you don't have the x-ray or you don't take the MRI. It's like, what? No, you use the tools. They're going to help you see what the challenges and the strengths are. So I, I did what we all do who are called human design. I took the deep dive and did the rabbit hole and, but always it was in relation to my clients. Always it was lived. It wasn't a cerebral thing for me ever. It was, how does this work? How can I help you with this? And eventually I started doing human design sessions. And what I found was I got caught into the undertow of wanting to share everything about the chart with someone. I do two, two and a half hour sessions. People's eyes would glaze over, but I was committed to giving them the information, right? And so I had to back up because I was losing my throat, my voice. It was like a disaster for me. Uh, You know, I'd gone from being the listener as a psychotherapist to being the total, total talker. So I shifted and, um, and I realized I couldn't give enough sessions to help the number of people I wanted to help. And that's when I started writing the books, creating the certification training to train other coaches and therapists and professionals to use human design with their clients in a way that was a rubber hit the road, not a reading so much, mm-hmm. which is great, you know, but the it was way more than the factual information. And that's, I think that's, I got a transmission from the chart and that's what I, that's what speaks to me. And that's, again, the books are transmissions. That's what, mm-hmm. That's it. So that was a lot. <laughs> What's your profile? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a six, two. Okay. Six of, course two of course you are. Um, okay. So I love it. So what I loved about your journey and thank you for sharing even more of it is I, I've, I've lived your journey. How I, so I discover human design in 2020. Um, I had what the, um, psychiatrists call a psychosis, but what I was experiencing was a PTSD loop from an experience I had when I sold my business and got divorced. I was, and, um, I spent six days in there and just comply, whatever you need me to do. I need to get out of here, uh, in the middle of, of coaching school actually. Um, and, uh, went home to heal. I just needed to go home and be somewhere that I felt familiar with for a a month and a half. And, uh, I refound human design after I got myself back out together. So I just like found it in all my coaching things. I refined it. Because someone in my positive intelligence group uh, said human design. And I said, oh my gosh, I remember that tool. Immediately purchased a reading from the woman that she did one with. 
um, and just live the strategy authority that you're supposed to do, <laughs> like sort of finding out I was a five one, the gene keys is probably what shifted everything for me the most. Uh, I actually have the gene key of psychosis and it is in my spiritual quotient. And what's interesting about my psychosis, when I think of zero to seven, well, mom and dad knew that dad was a gay man, but they never told Katie. Not mm. until mom died a year later, did we tell Katie. Um, but I knew. <laughs> and Aunt, Aunt Patty was gay. My college roommate was gay. Like, why didn't we just say, hey, Katie, um, everyone in my club was gay. So of course, when I saw that you were gay in the seventies, so my dad being gay in the seventies was I'll be a monk or I'll marry this, my best friend. Cause she asked him and I got to connect into the Sage center in New York to learn how to be a gay man in, uh, 2019. So before the pandemics, so we got to have his first romance, um, and ever kiss. I didn't need to know about the other things, but dad shared those too. Um, and then I got to help him through his first breakup. <laughs> What a great way though to, um, and at that time I had discovered human design for me. And after doing the, my own strategy and authority for a year, um, I started bringing it to clients. And so very much like you said, um, I love the rubber hits the road reading. I'm going to borrow that. When you sign up for a human design reading for me, that's what you're going to get. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a five one. I just want to cut through all the fluff and like give you the wisdom so that you can change your life. And it's really exciting to, I love that you only re-require it for your clients. I think I need to just lean into that. I feel like you've given me permission to do that. As In your 6-2 way, all of my advisors are 6-2s. Uh, the projector, of course, is the best one. <laughs> uh, how do you uh, allow your projector partner to direct your energy? You know, I am not a hundred percent, hundred percent skillful with that still. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, are you familiar with the Enneagram? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm a one on the Enneagram. Yes. That's my wing. That's very strong for me. <laughs> so, you know, I'm pretty, I've, I've gotten pretty good with it, but uh, when there's stress that shows back up that kind of like control. So, mm -hmm. um, I think what the, the better way I would speak to what I do with her is I see her. I see her. I recognize her. I, um, yeah, I value her. Mm. And I have since the very beginning, even though there were pockets I didn't, clearly I told you about those, but I have, I do see her. I see her and I, I, I value her being. Yeah, that really resonates. I have a three, five partner and we're both sacrals. Um, although I have a, the strong splenic channel that really sort of overrides my sacral. Um, but I know how to allow someone to experiment. <laughs> I know how to allow someone, um, and, and how to support, which is really just the leader behind just see them while they're going through their mutations. So that's been really fun for me. Um, yeah, such great stuff. And I can't wait to dive in in our full episode in your book and the essential oils, um, the, the added layer that you just gave me for my own self and my own, ex like just initial experiment was pretty amazing. But one more thing that stood out to me when I read your bio, again, all this from like five pages in your book, um, is your work with Byron Katie. Mm -hmm. So her book, 
uh, loving what is I ever sat on my shelf and my one line was just like, this is too complicated. My fifth line, I think was like, this is too complicated. I went to one of her things like this is too heady. Um, and I, I know there has value there because, but, uh, it's, I was so intrigued to see that you got to work with her and to see the, your, uh, yeah, just, I'll let you talk now. (laughs) Yeah. So Katie, um, I was, I was at a, I don't know if you know who Amachi is, but she's a, they call her the hugging saint. Anyway, she's from India and she's this incredible being. And I was at her center that wasn't far from my house. And we were having a, there was a Saturday um, chanting and then there's a Indian meal afterwards. So we were at the Indian meal. I was sitting with some friends and, and one of them said, yeah, I'm good. I've got Ama and I've got Byron Katie. And every telomere in my body like went, mm, Byron Katie, mm, I need to, uh, who is Byron Katie? Mm-hmm. I need to That's how I Byron thought when Katie. I heard of her. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. So um, I went to an event with her and being the person I am, of course, I raised my hand right away to do a piece of work with her. Um, And it was hysterical. It was so, I was getting my black belt in Taekwondo and there were some challenges, relational challenges in the dojo. And Katie was asking me, well, why do you need a black belt? Because I was like, what do I do? There's all this stress. What do I do? She said, well, why do you need a black belt? And it was like, I got it. Like, oh, I don't need a black belt. I made some comment like to hold up my pants or something like that, but it was just like everything she said made sense. It's like order in the room. Like you clean up a room and take all the chaos out. It's like just complete order dropped in. It was like, oh my gosh. And I spent quite a while trying to poke holes and find a way where she wasn't on track, but uh, that just wasn't the case. I couldn't, she was, she's real all the way through. She is who she says she is. There's no facade. There's no fake. So I, um, Yaro and I, my wife and I started going to Barstow, which where she was, we went almost every weekend to her different workshops in Barstow. And she, I was just being worked. It's like open head work, like all my beliefs, all my thoughts were just being cleaned and cleared. That whole filter just got purified so I could see the truth and not um not be so against myself really it was about being against myself mm-hmm. and against the world too the all that one fixation judgment of I need you to be different so I can be okay that just started to crumble I feel like I got my first I mean I was in therapy and therapy was good for supporting my ego growth. Mm-hmm. But Byron Katie came along and just said, who are you really? Let's find out who you really are and what you really value and what really matters. So she's just like wiped all those open centers clear. And uh, really, she, she she is the big teacher, the big, big teacher in my life. I've had a number of teachers and she's like the one that said, let's look again. Let's really look here. Mm hmm. That makes so much sense to me. And um, 
you know, the journey, my, the, I just, the, the human design just clicked for me. And I just ran with that. Um, there's a reason that, you know, when her book was came into my life, I needed all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I just ended up going down a different rabbit hole, if you will. And then, then it almost felt like, do I need that? <laughs> well, it's medicine. It's strong medicine. And, you know, we pick our medicine. We pick, you know, some people, homeopathy yes. works, some people, Ayurveda works, you know, the woman yeah. I'm studying with right now is like a version of Byron Katie, but it's more like a flower a gentleness rather than coming in with a sword. Mm. It's just a different, mm-hmm. a different medicine for a different time. And, you know, we just trust that. Yeah. I thank you for that because I know that there's people I can connect her work to. So I love the metaphor of the, the medicine and the therapy got your ego better. <laughs> Yeah. It gave me a functioning ego. I was a mess growing up. I was just a total mess. And it, mm. it, it, and I, you know, open identity center, open head, open Ajna, open throat, open will center. Like I didn't have any bearings manifester mom, you know, five older brothers. I really didn't have any bearings. Um, except I am that six too. So I was, I did have the wisdom. I did have an innate wisdom that was recognized by some people. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I forget where I was going with that, but uh, I have the wide open solar plexus. And so growing uh, two emotional parents, both with the conscious fifth line, <laughs> uh, super fun uh, therapy for me. Um, I didn't, I, I put up these boundaries around my parents that didn't even need to exist. Um I needed to just know that this is my superpower and I didn't need to, and I didn't, I I don't have no hanging gates. Like I had no idea. (laughs) Um, And my very first coach, my coactive coach, I had her very first session with me. She said, my, my inquiry question was maybe it's not about you, man. Did she nail that? (laughs) Yeah. So I, just to wrap up this conversation, you know, we talk about medicines and that's really, um, one of the jokes I like to make for people around psychotherapy as a whole is if we have the same success rate with heart hearts, we may not let doctors operate on our hearts. Um, how do you see, take this holistic approach of looking at the different things? Like, what are you focusing on now with clients? What don't you, are there different times in our lives where we need, is there a scaffolding? <laughs> so in all honesty, I don't work with psychotherapy clients anymore. Mm-hmm. I've kind of uh, outgrown that model for me, for where I am in my life. Um, So really my focus is on training and teaching human design and writing the books. I do see some people do, um, you know, some individual human design coaching sessions with people, but there's just so much, um, the shift I see is really giving the power back to the person. And so much of that therapy dynamic, it's, it's couched in that context, but it's, um, it's really, I think fundamentally in a, in a model that's too small for who we are. And not that there aren't people who are doing psychotherapy, who are, 
bigger than the model and able to find a way out and work at a bigger level. Cause I would never say that. And not that psychotherapy, it was great for me when I needed that during that, you know, the first 30 years of my life when I was acting like a third line and, you know, like going crazy, it worked for me. It worked for me to have someone there until I had enough of me to do the un unwinding work. So I think there's a place for everything and everyone at the right time. Uh, I just think the more we can give people the truth of who they are, mm -hmm. the more empowered and more possibility there is. You say things so beautifully. And that is exactly why I was so excited to have this podcast with you. I want to dive into how to give people that. Uh, in our main episode, we'll be covering your book, Human Design and Essential Oils, and really talking about, um, you know, I'm a teacher by trade. I have a degree in history. Um, and where I see the, the chance to give more people this, I'm an executive coach. And, um, you know, companies want to have high performers. And <laughs> what I love about my job is I get to coach the whole person. And so now we get, and man, what an amazing vision to have a company where we start looking at diversity in uh, channels and profiles and, um, and also in supporting people and resilience and burnout simply by giving them a, a light of who they are. So I'm so yeah. excited to bring more of that to this today. And, you know, you're working with people who have been caught in the system and believe that their value comes from what they do. So you're offering them really, truly a new, whole new world, whole new possibility, a way out of the rat race. Yeah. Particularly when they find out their projectors are manifestors. Yeah. Uh, and that those manifestors, when they've been told their communication is an issue their whole life. Yeah. It's just so it's uh well, my purpose in relationships, uh, liberation, it gets an opportunity to liberate people. So uh, the, the more practitioners that we bring into that, um, the more that we start even uh, that next generation. So of course, then my clients immediately, they all have kids and what an incredible opportunity to just raise the six two by letting them know <laughs> that this is who they are and that they'll be wise at 30. And I got to do a reading actually. And when I say reading, I think I, I taught, I do a reading in much a way that you do, um, where I get to, I got to share with a young man before he turns 21, that he's a six two. So, and his mom halfway through said, I'm calling my mother. I need to know what time I'm born. And cause she's a six, two, two. And she knew that she was the same personality as her son. And she knew her daughter was very different. Mm. Daughter Isn't was a three, six. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't want her daughter to be an experimenter, even though she was. So it's just so fascinating. Um, this work, this book is amazing uh, to, to be able to change your life for $20 or whatever this book cost. It was not mm -hmm. that expensive. <laughs> um, you've really bottom lined because you're um, what it looks like to live in alignment with who you are designed to be and who and what it looks like to not be in alignment. This tool alone, I got to read a, a, a paragraph to a client today who's a 5-1 projector on his unaligned 5-1 cell. And it's just like the light bulbs, you have a way with words. So thank you so much bonus episode i know you're if you're, you're still listening you're you're going to want to also know where to buy this book can you tell us where we can connect with you well you can buy the book on amazon that's the best place uh to buy it um if you want a free digital copy i i can get that to you 
Ooh, I love that. Thank you so much. Um, okay, we're going to head on over and we'll see you in our main episode.